Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, Go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's Melissa and Austin in the morning on US 99. Man, I wish I could be on a boat that day. Oh, I wish I could, not be, I wish I could be on a boat every day. Oh. At least especially this weekend M- <laughs> and Melissa, today. Melissa, this week has been an absolute... I, I want to use the word hell... But hell implies that things are hot and fiery and it has been anything but. Mm. So it's been like a frozen over hell uh, at, at my house this past week. Uh, just with, um, it mostly stems from plumbing issues and there's some heating issues as well right. with my house. And it's gotten better over, you know, obviously starting yesterday. We were in the teens yesterday. So there was like a 10% increase in the temperature in my house. I noticed it, though. Or a 10 degree. I noticed it in my house. I noticed it. Yeah. So that felt better. uh, But there are still uh, frozen pipes in my house that uh, I got thought out over the weekend. We talked about it on the show. And uh, but then immediately after the plumbers left, they were frozen Frozen over yet again. (laughs) Is your toilet flushing? Uh, One of them is. Hey, you've got one working toilet. One out of three ain't bad, right? Yep. Uh, not to brag that I got three toilets in my home. Well, uh, I got a quick follow-up. Is your refrigerator running? Oh, oh, well, An- answer the question. It, well, okay, well, the refrigerator, yes, oh. but oh, the- but you better go catch it. You better okay. catch it. <laughs> Hurry up. Gotcha. Uh, leave it Hang to up. The, leave it to Marathon Man to make a running <laughs> joke. I uh, <laughs> it was the the water dispenser in my fridge shut off basically oh. because oh. the pipes are frozen. Really? So it has been a nightmare this week just trying to survive. Luckily, my wife and two girls are in St. Louis with grandma. So they left over the weekend. In a warm space. Yes. So now it's just me lonely and cold without water. <laughs> uh so but in in lieu of that, I know there's a lot of people going through this. I'm not I'm not alone here. Mm-hmm. And I know that just from the workload that the plumbers are dealing with. Oh, right, because I know you had to wait a little while for people to show up. It, it took me a while jobs. to get them, even just them back on the phone, like yeah. from the company, like getting the call service on the phone. So uh, in, in, in like, because of that, and I know a lot of people are going through this, we thought, let's get a yeah. plumber on the phone. Yeah, I think we should too. We got uh, Andre and Carol Stream, uh, who is a plumber in the area, uh, listener of the show. Gonna call in and answer just basic questions about what 
everyone, especially myself personally, is going through. And I know a lot of people will be able to relate. Well, you could probably give some very basic but much needed advice yeah. to be able to keep people from having the kind yes. of problems that yes. you're having, at yes. least hopefully. Right. You do not want to be where I am at right, right. now. <laughs> not at all. So when we come back, we'll be joined by Andre and Carol Stream to talk some plumbing. Andre and Carol Stream. Andre, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, as a plumber, this must be an extremely busy time of year for you. Uh, for plumbers, we always busy. <laughs> yeah, right. Right, right, right. Well, that is a necessity needed at all times of the year. I am one of those people who had to call a plumber on frozen pipes and had someone come out to the house. Very, very expensive as it was over a weekend. I had to pay the overtime surcharges and everything like that. But immediately after they left, my pipes were frozen again. It was almost like I the job was not completed. Is that a typical thing? There are other factors in play. Okay. So was the ambient temperature of the house fixed at the time of the thawing was done? You mentioned something that your heating your heating situation wasn't the best to begin with. Correct. Yeah. I, my, the heating in my house has been, you know, the ductwork was installed improperly and we haven't been able to get that fixed yet. So the, the, the heating in my house is an issue right now. So until the ambient temperature in the dwelling reaches a temperature of above freezing even the crevices between the floors where the piping is unfortunately you will have the same problem because yeah. and if the ambient temperature is still below freezing no matter what we do mother nature wins right, Andre, right this is what bothers me a little bit the plumbers came to austin's house and were there for how many hours nine, austin nine hours nine hours and then they left and the exact same problem happened and they knew that was going to happen because the house temperature is so low and that wasn't fixed. So how should the plumbers really have approached that situation? Well, it, it all depends on individual plumber and uh, obviously that how educated and how well-rounded plumber is. He should assess the entirety of the situation and make a judgment call from there. Is there a temperature where you will start to see, I guess, less freezing? Obviously, when it's sub-zero, I can imagine the freezing of the pipes almost instantaneous, but is there like, like today, for example, it's getting up into the teens. Is that like more of a realistic temperature to where they're less likely to freeze? Well, in my experience, uh, when you're in the, around the zero, that's when the problems start to happen. Anything above zero, uh, seems like the ambient temperature, even in the crawl spaces, is adequate enough where the pipes don't freeze. Oh, good. The biggest trick is to keep the water flowing through the pipes because stagnant water has a higher chance of freezing just like your hot side has a better chance of freezing faster than your cold side. Right. What's your advice on the water that you leave dripping? Should it be hot or cold water? Uh, it should be a little warm, both. You should have a mixture of uh, both lines running. Do you have a lot of cases where the drainage pipes freeze? Because I've got that currently going on in my bathtub. I've got just a, a sheet of ice because it, it can't drain because it's it's frozen. Absolutely. That water freezes wherever in any place that the water is held. Oh my so goodness. your feet traps on the drains, uh, best advice I could give you is put some salt down the drain. That will help to dissolve the ice. Right. Andre, are you talking table salt? What's okay for the drains uh, that won't ruin the drains? Uh, any kind of salt. Okay. okay. Drains can handle salt water. It's the chemicals you want to stay away from. Andre, before we let you go, what's the worst thing that you have to deal with this time of year? Like uh, People, they need service and can't pay for it. <laughs> 
gosh. Unfortunately, that happens more than most people can even imagine. Oh, my Obviously, you've had experience with the plumber, so you know how expensive plumbing oh. is. Oh, yeah. Right. Trust me. Andre, let me just say thank you uh, on behalf of all of us for what you do, because it is a service that is dire, especially this time of year. So thank you, man. We appreciate you calling in. Absolutely. I listen to you guys every morning on the way to work. We do appreciate all your hard work. We know some of you plumbers work your butts off. We try to. <laughs> right, okay. Right. And next thing you know, it's time for <laughs> One's Gotta Go. Mm, I heard that somewhere before. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, somewhere. Okay. Kyle fed me that line. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> so if it was lame, just blame Kyle. Wait. What? Uh, it's time now for One's Gotta Go. A chance uh, for you to submit some options to our text line, 44995. You send us a couple of options. Uh, that have uh, that are really difficult to pick between, and then we are going to tell you which one has got to go. Who do we have on the line today? Today we have got. Is this? Oh my goodness! Is this Maddie in Oaklawn? Yes, it is. <laughs> well, Famous hi, Maddie. Maddie from Oaklawn. You're on the celebrity list. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready to play some? One's got to go. Yep, I'm ready. All right, okay. Kyle, let's go. Okay, as we all know, the famous Maddie from Oaklawn works for Milwaukee Power Tools as a sales rep. Yeah, everyone oh, knows wow. that. Everybody knows that. Card. So we're naturally going to start off with the tools question. One's got to go. <laughs> a drill or a saw? Which Ooh. one's got to go? Maddie, you lead us off since you know more than we do. Oh, this is a tough one. Um, I'd probably have to say a saw. Everyone, uh, everyone needs a drill in their household. Okay. I, okay. Maddie, I'm glad you said that because that's what I, that was the answer I was going to go with. The drill makes life so much easier. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it does. It's like battery powered ones. Yeah. You zoom, 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 yeah, zoom. Yeah, you can unscrew things really so fast and you don't have to like use your yeah. wrists. It's like, yeah. But the saw, wah, 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 wah. I'm like, and you never have to use that that often. Yeah, yeah. Saw's well, gotta go. Real quick, one more time. What does that saw sound? The saw one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Maddie's like, what am I, at work right now? That sounds about right. <laughs> Uh, next one up, this one from a 708 texter. One's got to go. It's a very common question we've been getting a lot, but I'm curious. One's got to go no AC in the summer or no heat no, you in know the my winter. Answer. You know my answer. Which one's got to go, Manny? Definitely after these few negative days, it's got to be no AC in the summer. Okay. That's a very, very fair response there, Austin. Yeah, I'm going. Wait, no AC in the winter? Uh, in, in the, the summer, summer. No, I will. I will keep no the no AC in the summer. I'll keep the no AC just because I'm not uh, nothing. I'm not getting rid of heat in my house during the cold. That's my answer. Okay, never. And, ever. I'll, and I'm just gonna agree because obviously with what's been going on with Austin and his yeah. house and his frozen pipes. Nothing like that can really happen in the summertime. Right. I don't, you know. Right. You can Melissa, just be, you can just be boiling. Hey. I, Don't get on me, okay? I, I think You're about just you every right time when she's like, oh, the, the cold is so much better than the, the heat. No, it's not. Most of the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last one. This is just for you today, Manny. One's got to go from a 224 texter. One's got to go. Dealing with a flooded basement or having a Ugh. broken snowblower? Which Ugh. one's got to go, Maddie? Oh, man. This one's easy for me. Prob- I'd probably say... Oh, that's tough. Maybe the broken snowblower. That's going to go? Use a shovel. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, totally. I mean, I've had the water in the basement. It smells. 
It's like it's moldy. Yeah. It's hard to clean up. That one's got, you know, yeah. Yeah. That one's got to go. No, agreed. Uh, yeah, you get a little bit of a workout when you shovel in the snow. Yeah, burning calories. Right, right. Flooded basement. Who would want to deal with a flooded house? Uh, Not me. You would yeah. hate for that to happen. That would be the absolute worst. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Melissa? Awesome. You ready to give a little career advice? Okay, sure. That's where we're going with it for today's Dear Melissa and Austin. We got an email from our friend Jennifer in Tinley. She writes, Dear Melissa and Austin, I'm 24 years old and I'm feeling restless and unfulfilled at my current job. It's Uh like something's missing, you know? I want to make a change, but I'm not sure where to start. Have you ever been in a similar situation? How did you figure out what you really wanted to do? Oh, boy. I think a lot of people can relate to this situation, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I feel like, Jennifer, you're not in an uncommon spot because I think so often people will graduate college not knowing what they want to do with their lives. I've kind of always had the idea of doing radio. Like, I always enjoyed the thought of doing radio, but how I actually got into radio was a very odd course. I I went to the University of Missouri for broadcast journalism. Mm -hmm. So, because I, you know, I also loved the idea of, like, potentially being on TV, being a sports guy on TV or hosting SportsCenter one day, you know, like, that was always my dream. Uh, But as I got into broadcast, I was like, I don't love TV. And I, I switched sequences. I stayed in the journalism department, but I switched to strategic communications, which is basically advertising. And I really did enjoy that because it allowed me to be creative and come up with ideas from scratch. Um, And so that's what I ended up graduating with. So after graduation, I actually worked at an ad agency for a little bit. I don't even even know if I've ever even talked to you about this I don't know. I don't think you have. I also valet parked cars and (laughs) I worked for free at a radio station because I wanted to keep that dream alive. And But there was this thing where I felt obligated to go into advertising because that's what I graduated with. Mm-hmm. But I still kind of wanted radio. And so I just continued to kind of work at them both yeah. until opportunities arose. Presented itself, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And first of all, I wouldn't ever advise you to quit your job. I would advise you to, while you're working at your job, maybe look for that next opportunity because it's a lot easier to find a job when you already have a job rather than being out of work. Mm-hmm. So I think... But it's also hard to figure out, like, she's asking... Like, what like, it is. What, yeah, how do I figure out what I want to do? That's a great question. And it's a question that I kind of want to open it up to the phones for. If you're working at a job that you had no idea you were going to be working at, you know, good or bad, 
Like, were you just like growing up, you never even imagined that it could be a possibility doing what you're doing? Give us a call. 312-946-4995. Maybe this will give her some inspiration that maybe she can do bigger things or more interesting things yeah. than she thinks she can. And an opportunity to keep your eyes open. Right. For, you know, whenever an opportunity presents itself. Like, it could be an opportunity that you don't even realize is an opportunity and you let it pass you by. So, 312-946-4995. What are you doing today that you never in a million years would have imagined that you would have been doing all while growing up? <laughs> the more ridiculous, the better, honestly. Uh, so, give us a call. 312-946-4995. Jennifer, we're going to hopefully help you out by listening to other people coming up next. Tina and Lansing. What are you doing? It's the job that you never in a million years expected that you'd be doing. Law enforcement. I'm a corrections officer. Really? And never thought that that was something I'd be interested in. I never liked guns or any of that. But after training and learning how to shoot them, I'm not afraid of them. I think it's pretty awesome if you're competing, not hurting anyone. Yeah. But yeah, I like it. I really like it. How did you get there? Got bored with working in uh, the administrative field, managed business management, administrative assistant, typing, and all of that all day. I just kind of got bored with it. I wanted to switch. Yeah. And I didn't go until I was 40. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's impressive. Yeah, good for you. Changing careers yeah. just later to do something else you really want to do. Yeah, and I'm 17 years in. Though. Wow. Oh, nice. Wow. Suggestion for that young lady, which was what made me call, is I always tell people, if if you can find something that you like to do that you won't get paid for and you still love to do it, that's where you need to learn. Okay. So even if the money's not that great, do something you love? If it's something you love, you're already getting paid. I, I love, love that. that. I love that. And I Tina, I think that. you're also a uh, living proof that at any moment you can kind of turn things around. You can go a different direction. And, I, you yeah. know, like even in your 40s, like because people always think, oh, well, it's too late to change careers. No, you're living proof yeah. that that's, that's false. Yeah. Well, you... You, my dear, are an inspiration that you can do that kind of thing. And thank you so much for calling because what you are doing now is completely opposite that sitting from sitting at a desk. Yeah, <laughs> total end of different end of the spectrum. Yes, right. Yeah. Well, Tina, thank you so much for this call, and thank you for all that you do. We we really do appreciate you. And thank you all for brightening my day with your music. You have a wonderful day as Aww. well. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you, Tina. Roxanne in Chesterton. What's the job that you never in a million years expected to do? I am the coordinator for an outpatient program at a drug and alcohol rehab facility. Whoa. Oh. The thing that makes it kind of unique is I am an alcoholic in recovery. So five and a half years ago, I was sitting in rehab. And no. now today I run the outpatient program at a rehab. No way. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. First of all, congratulations. Yeah. Second of all, you're doing fabulous work. And there's nobody better that would understand what everybody else who is going through that, what it feels like. Right. Absolutely. And that's why I connect with our clients really, really well, because I've, I've been where they are. Yeah. I understand the pain. And it's motivating for them to see, too, that even if their life is in shambles, it can end up turning into something beautiful. So right now I'm also working on getting my master's degree in clinical mental health counseling with a focus in addiction. Oh, wow. my gosh. What would you say to uh, someone who is maybe, maybe on the verge of going to rehab? or currently in rehab, like going through that process of trying to overcome the addiction? There tends to be a lot of fear wrapped up in getting sober. How will I cope without my substance? And my response to that is when you're in addiction, your world becomes very, very small. Okay. And 
getting sober opens the whole world up to you again. You actually have the luxury of making choices in your life rather than your addiction making your choices for you. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow. Boy, that is deep. Yeah. Yeah. That is really deep. Oh, my goodness. But I'm sure absolutely true. When you first checked into rehab, did you ever think you would be where you're at right now? Oh, God, no. Absolutely not. Even I had some instructors in rehab who were in recovery, and I just remember thinking that is so amazing. But I never thought it was something I would end up doing myself. So you have to be extremely proud of yourself. Thank you. And and I am. It took me a while to get there, but I definitely am. And I live about 40 minutes from work, and I listen to you guys every morning. My husband knows not to even call me on my way to work. Aww, <laughs> so this is my first time calling in, but Aww. I listen to you every morning. Well, <laughs> tell your husband we're sorry. <laughs> That we're interfering like, in that relationship. <laughs> He's going to be like, oh, so you could call Melissa and Austin, but you couldn't call me on your drive? Thanks. Exactly. Well, Roxanne, Aww. thank you so much. This has been a treat getting to chat with you. And thank you for all the work that you're doing because you are doing incredible work. Thank you just on behalf of everyone that has either themselves or someone in their lives struggling with addiction. Well, thank you very much. And thank you for everything you guys do. You truly brighten my day. Oh, thank you so much. It's Melissa and Austin. It's Melissa and Austin in the morning on US 99. And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. May in LaGrange Park. Hi, good morning, May. What's your great news? My great news is that I'm moving today into my first apartment by myself. Oh, really? Look at you. Look Come at on you. now. Yeah, so I've been living with my parents and I've had roommates before, but finally I'll have a place to myself and I will be much closer to work. How are you feeling going into it? A little nervous, but also so excited once it's all, everything's unpacked and done. Oh my gosh. May, how old are you? Uh, 23. Wow. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, 23 Good for and on you. your own? That's yeah, I was going to say, I was not living on my own. <laughs> I was living with my parents for a few more years. Yeah, and I had, yeah, me too, and then right after that, I had roommates. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to do that. That's exciting. Wow. Yeah. Do you, you feel like a sense of accomplishment? I do, yeah. yeah. It is a little bit scary, but I do think it doesn't take long for you to get used to it. And I love that you're so close to work. Are you far from your parents? No, I'm about right in the middle now. So they're in Oak Lawn, and I work in Lyle. So about halfway. Okay, well, that's okay. not bad. So yeah. you'll be close to home. You'll be close to work. Are your parents going to help you move in? Uh, no, my parents are a little older. Oh. So they'll help me probably, you know, once everything's done, they can help come decorate a little bit. Oh, oh nice, nice. Yeah, I, you know, my parents had given me some, like, hand-me-down things, like silverware and plates. And where are you getting all that stuff? Yeah, I actually have some really nice aunts and uncles who have volunteered some furniture and a cousin who got rid of a couch and so I'm really grateful to them that I'm all set up and I don't actually have to buy any furniture. That's great. That's, and that's yeah, a sense of relief as well. Nice. They've got you all set up yeah. and ready to go. Well, congratulations, yeah. May. 
That is great news. Thank you. May I guess I, just our final question is when are you having Melissa and I over? When are we? When's when's uh, our first dinner party? <laughs> yeah, the house the housewarming party. Yeah, because you know oh, now that God. now that you have a house, you have to host. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that part's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's the best part. Well, May, we are super proud of you. Congratulations, and thank you so much for calling and sharing that news on the Great at Eight. Yes, thank you guys. I love listening to you guys every morning. Aw, well, thank thanks, you. you, May. We appreciate it. Have a great day, and All good right. luck with the move. You too. Thank okay. you. Bye, May. You know, I recently got together with a friend of mine, and... You know, she's been going through some tough times, and she ended up telling me that she's getting a divorce. Oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah. And so there was a lot of venting and talking about it. And just, you know, sometimes when you're going through tough times, you need to talk to somebody just to get things out there, get an opinion. Sometimes you just need to speak. Sure. And have somebody listen. For sure. And then I found out that January is the biggest month of the entire year for people who file divorce really so she's exactly right in line with that yeah because she's filing like that's it man the holidays are tough <laughs> yeah they are and people sometimes just wait and they want a fresh start yeah. for the new year yeah so right they, they just right. kick it into high gear in january oh my gosh do you mind me asking why she got divorced like what what was the cause um it was more or less like they, there was a lot of arguing there. Yeah. Uh, not agreeing on raising kids. Sure. I mean, the list went on and on and on and on. So it wasn't just one thing, it was like multiple things. Yeah, just built up over time. Totally. And so there are many reasons why people file to, for divorce. Some a little more dramatic than others, some a little more serious than others. But we're very curious. I'm very curious. What made you or someone that you know file for divorce? Because Ooh, yeah. maybe it's something that you know, we should be aware of as as people listening so that we can watch for red flags, especially yeah. for people who are dating. Like, make sure you know this about somebody. That way you won't file for divorce. Oh, I like that. Yeah. 312-946-4995. What was the reason that uh, you busted out the old divorce card? Yeah. You pulled out the papers. Yeah. Served <laughs> yeah. the papers. 312-946-4995. Were they unfaithful? Were they just flat out mean? Was it something even more unique? Uh, Ridiculously crazy? Were they spending all your money? (laughs) I don't know. Grayson, Homer, Glenn. What made you or someone you know file for divorce? In my previous marriage, uh, my wife went on vacation with my stepkids and never came home. Wait, what? Yeah. Where did she go on vacation? So I was living in Arizona at the time, and I worked full-time, and she was a teacher, so she had the summer off, and her and the kids went to Oregon to visit their grandparents, where she's from. Okay. They stopped at Disney on the way. It was supposed to be like a two-week trip, you know, Arizona summers beat the heat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they pretty much uh, never came back. So wait, still there. Have you seen your kids? Well, they're my, they were my stepkids. Oh. Um, and this was like nine years ago. But yeah, I got to see him a little bit afterwards. But since then, not at all. No. Have you heard from her? No. Chris, did you even know that this was coming? Not at all. Zero signs. We actually had come home from a family vacation in California the weekend. The weekend they left, we had got home on Saturday and they left on Monday. And the week-long vacation was amazing. Oh, my.
my God. Did you find out afterwards why she did that? Yes. It was a sociopath. Um, yeah, because, uh, well, I don't know any of the for sure answers, but shortly after she got there, um, she had gotten an apartment. Like, three weeks after she got there, she got an apartment, enrolled the kids in school. Like, I don't even know if it was premeditated to her. Whoa. Or once she got there, like, that old life came back, and she just didn't want to come home. Oh, my gosh. that I've never heard of such a thing in my entire life. I've heard people arguing over money and infidelity, yeah. and, but never anything like this. How do you, like, are you officially divorced? Like, how do you get divorced if, like, you can't even, like, get in contact with her? <laughs> this story is much longer and crazier than I'm sure we have time for, but I, we had a, we didn't have a traditional marriage. We had a covenant marriage. Okay. So I couldn't divorce her. I had to file for legal separation for 12 months before uh, we could get a divorce. Oh my goodness! And so 12 months after the legal separation, I filed for divorce, but the judge wouldn't grant it to me because she wasn't present oh to, like, be there. Oh it was a nightmare. Chris, oh. I am. So, I feel very sorry for you. I'm yeah. sorry that you went for that because Seriously. I get why people go through divorce and I get that that happens, but that it happened that way, like out of nowhere and just to disappear, that should not be happening. It was a blessing and a curse, right? At the time, it sucked, yeah. but now I have two beautiful children and an amazing wife and a great career and I live in oh. Illinois and... That's great. So All right. That's great. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. Chris, thank you for calling and sharing your story because that is it's it's a wild one, and I, I you know I hate that you went through it, but we're 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 grateful that you felt you know vulnerable enough to to come on the air and, and share it with us. So thank you. No worries. Thanks for keeping us entertained in the morning, you guys. Thank you, Chris. Have a good day. Nick and Gurney. What made you or someone you know file for divorce? Oh my gosh. So I win this competition every time at places for dinner and stuff, and <laughs> other men. Say that uh, they had the worst ex-wife. Um, my ex-wife, though she's gotten help now, um, she was manic and bipolar. We got into an argument, and she stabbed me three times in the chest. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my, in the chest? What? Yeah. So Holy. the good news is they were superficial. Nothing. Uh, I didn't end up going to the hospital or anything else like that, but I was bleeding pretty good, of course. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, we got into an argument, and... Uh, she thought it would be best to just end my life. And, uh, you know, it was a sickness. It wasn't her. I, and, you know, I, I understand that now. But Wow. How yeah. long ago did that happen? That was 12 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. Have you since remarried? Yeah. Yes. No, and no, no uh, bodily harm in that marriage, right? <laughs> well, although sometimes she'd like to. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh, yeah. All wives, I think, want to at some point. Yeah. In every relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, well, Nick, we're glad you're okay. Yeah, Nick. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Good. I'm good. I just, you know, it's funny when you brought that up because every time I'm out, the guys are like, I had the worst relationship for my starter wife. And I said, I, I guarantee you, I beat you. I was going to say, Nick, I think you won this competition too. So you keep the winning streak alive here, man. Well done. Hey, right, brother. You guys oh, have a good God. day. It is 8.35-ish, you know, give or take. Uh, who's counting, right? Right. Uh, which means it's time for the 5 at 8.35. And today, we've got George in Plainfield. Going up against Kim in Beecher. Kim, why don't you say hello to George? Hi, George. How are you? I'm just fine. How are you, Kim? Uh, we'll see after we're done. Because we'll, yeah, yeah. Only time will tell with that yeah. one. Okay, you two. You are up for a pair of tickets to go to see Nate Smith at our Blue Cross Blue Shield performance stage coming up on February 1st. It is up close and personal and intimate. You're going to love it. So with the 5 at 835, we've got five country questions. The one and only but major rule to this game is that your name is your buzzer. Okay? Okay. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Sounds oh. like you're ready. 
<laughs> With all of that said, <laughs> let's play. Question number one. According to Dustin Lynch's hit song, Baby, You Were Glowing, God Was Throwing, Stars Like What? George. No clue. What? Wait, Kim? <laughs> I was I was ringing George's buzzer because I didn't know the oh. answer. <laughs> I was like, why did you say George? I was going to say, I, you don't sound like George, so. <laughs> okay. We were looking for confetti, stars like confetti by Dustin Lynch. All right, here we go. Zero, zero so far. Question number two. Nate Smith says he's not going to waste another drop of whiskey on who? George. George. With you. Is it you? It is. You know George what? is on the board, one nothing. You are correct. Yeah, and you are one <laughs> step closer to seeing Nate Smith. <laughs> Question number three. Parmalee has a song called Just The Way, where at the beginning, Melissa thinks they say dumb blonde, but in actuality, <laughs> they're saying tell them blanc. What country artist are they referring to? Three seconds. Come on, Kim, you got this. <laughs> Boy, you too. Uh, <laughs> we're looking for Blanco Brown. Blanco Brown is tell him oh. Blanc. Oh, my goodness. Okay, here we go with question number four. George, you have one. Kim, you're still at zero. What blonde female country artist sings the song Next Girl? George. 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 I'm going with Carrie Underwood. Is it Carrie Underwood? Uh, it's not, Kim. You want to take a guess? Um, uh, Faith Hill. <laughs> Is it Faith Hill? Uh, it's not. We're looking for Carly, Carly Pierce. Pierce. Fifth and final question, Kim. This is your last chance to tie things up before the cops okay. catch you. I hope you're not getting pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's not me. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, here we go. Question five. Dirks Bentley also has a comedic parody country band that he plays in on the side of his popular solo act. What is the name of that band? All the pressure's on you, Kim. Three seconds. (laughs) (laughs) He knows. I don't know. George is taking a knee. We were looking for hot country nights, but with a one-nothing lead after five questions, George, you're going to see Nate Smith. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) It is fitting that the only question he got right was the Nate Smith question, so I'm glad to hear that. There you get to go. You get to see Nate Smith. Kim, don't worry. We're yeah. going to be giving away another pair of tickets to this intimate setting uh, to see Nate Smith at the, our Blue Cross Blue Shield performance stage again tomorrow. So make sure you call us back then, okay? Okay. Thank you. Have a great day. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 